Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Tom Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I'll be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as the Miami Dolphins stay undefeated in this 2018 season. And the uh, wins just keep getting better as they beat the uh, Oakland Raiders 28-20 to and now uh, improve their record to 3-0 and and have a uh, two-game lead uh, atop the um, AFC Eastern Division. And so, uh, obviously, uh, there were a lot of uh, expectations coming into this year, but there was also a lot of question marks. And right now, I, I think it's safe to say that uh, most people have to be surprised um, with the way the season has started. And there's certainly a lot of good things to take out of it. Um, of course, there's still you know, a, a lot of room for improvement. But the question is, how how realistic is this? How good are the Miami Dolphins? And uh, how bad are other teams in the league, um, at least, you know, as far as they've shown, 1-2 and two New England Patriots, 0-3 oh Oakland Raiders. So, you know, there, there's a lot of questions right now, a lot of question marks. And, uh, uh, you know, this, this league always surprises people, and there certainly is, you know, always going to be eye-openers each week. But, you know, this this is at the top of it. Uh, Buffalo Bills, a lot of people said were arguably the worst team in the league. They go out to Minnesota, and uh, I think Rich was saying that was one of the um, biggest uh, upset spreads uh, in a long, long while, and they blow them out up there. So, uh, there's a lot to talk about. We're going to get into it all. Uh, Devontae Parker returned. Ryan Tannehill now 10-1 and in his last 11 starts. Uh, the critics on Ryan Tannehill have been very harsh, and they still are. I talk to people, and, and they still don't really give him any respect. And, you know, 10-1, and I mean, that, that that's nothing to sneeze at. The guy wins, and there's no arguing that. He's the only quarterback the Dolphins have had that beats Brady, and he's beaten Brady. Uh, you know, quite a few times. And so, you know, these are things, they're intangibles, but they're they're also things not to take lightly. And uh, so that's a positive there. Some bad injury news, as William Hayes uh, turns out, now it's going to be lost for the season. And there were some other big injuries around the league, including Jimmy Garofalo. So I know Rich has a lot of insight on all this kind of stuff. So without further ado, uh, let's get Rich into the program. And Rich, let's I guess let's start off, um, with, you know, the question that everybody has been asking, and, and, and that is basically, you know, what what do you make of of this start and, and how good and how bad are other teams, you know, in the league? Uh, but you, you have to say, you know, regardless, 
the uh, Tennessee Titans were a playoff team last year. The New York Jets, always a very difficult matchup for the Dolphins, especially when it's up in New Jersey, New York. And then, of course, the Oakland Raiders, you know, have one of the most potent offenses in the league when they click. Gruden coming in there. Uh, Marshawn Lynch looks like he's the Marshawn Lynch of old um, a lot of times. So, you know, certainly a big accomplishment, Unexpectedly, I think that's a good way to put it. I mean, no one would have figured this team would be three and zero going into Week Four up in New England. You know, they're definitely yeah. you know playing better than we thought they would be playing. I mean, there there's still some gaping things, but you know, I don't think we played a good team yet. You know, I'm not I'm not going to go on the limb and say that. I mean, the Raiders are winless. The Jets are one and two, and you know the Tennessee Titans won their first game yesterday also. So you know. Collectively, we played three game teams with two wins. You right. Know, so I uh, but, you know, I wouldn't be making playoff reservations yet. But, you know, I'm very happy the way the season has gone so far. I've seen some very good things. I've seen some things I don't like, you know. Yeah. But, uh, well, you know, well, I mean, I think we played awful. Like, let's go, like, the first half yesterday, I think the team was dead, right? And they played, they looked inept in the first half, and I think they were very lucky that they weren't playing a quality team because they could have been behind by three touchdowns yesterday. Well, I, I, let me back you up, and I'll address some of those points. Um, I understand what you're saying. You don't think we've played a good team yet, but, uh, you know, from the same token, you'd have to say that you don't really know who the good team is then because if you look around the league, you know, no, the New England Patriots have one win. Oh, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have – What's the Pittsburgh Steelers record? Right, they they right now they're they have no wins going into Tampa yeah, tonight. Yeah, okay, so right, uh, you know, so you know, my point is that you know teams that you would think are good and certainly we have played their records don't show that all around the league. Um, so you know, I understand what you're saying, uh, but from the same standpoint, you know, I don't know if there really are any any good good teams per se and if they are they're not the teams that you would think are at least their records do not show that that's how i'd address that uh secondly the the second part of what you said was uh how you thought we played really bad in the first half i don't think we played really bad in the first half i think we played really bad in the first 10 minutes of that game um, I thought the first 10 minutes of that game were, you know, they were real lucky to have that score and be in there. And you say, well, what if we played a really good team? Well, you know, listen, there's not really a more potent offensive team in the league when the Raiders are running right. And they seemed like, yeah, Carr seemed like he just, was certainly playing well. You know? Well, yeah. he, last week he set records. Yeah, Last week he set records, right? I mean, he's, yeah, he's started to get his groove back. Um, you know, I mean, they have they have a lot of offensive weapons there. So I don't know. I think I think the proper state, statement there was we're lucky to play like that and get out of there. I don't think it's because it was the the Oakland Raiders. I guess is my yeah, point. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. You know, but just to me, it was a carryover of the the stinkola second half against the Jets that we didn't score a point. It seemed to carry over into you know the second half of this game. Yeah, I'll buy that. I, I think you're right about that. I'm just saying I don't yeah. think we dodged the bullet 
because we were playing the Oakland Raiders, and that's kind of what I took from what you said there. I don't think that's the case. I just think you got real lucky to get that score, because I think the Raiders are certainly a, a capable team. They're one of the better teams. There's times when you could say that you wouldn't get away with that if you were playing the Raiders. You know, they'd be in that group, so you know, they just yeah. got lucky. That's that's the bottom line there, and, and, and it was a carryover. You think they're a playoff well, team when, this year? Not a 0 and 3. I mean, you're starting off 0 and 3 now. Do I think they're yeah. going to find their groove? Absolutely. Do I think they're going to go on a run? Yeah, I think they're going to win games. But you know, you're already behind the eight ball 0 and 3. So when you say, do I think they're a playoff team? You know, I, it's not really. I mean, it's going it's to be tough. And I'm not saying they can't yeah. make the playoffs, but you know, they're already put themselves in a pretty good hole um, that they'd have to dig out of to get there. Can they get there? Yeah. I mean, I guess they can, but but I think they're going to be a decent team. I think they're going to play well. I just think that, you know, uh, whether or not they're able to actually get to to the playoffs, you know, I don't know. I don't know when it's all said and done, but to be quite honest with you, I'm kind of glad if the Dolphins had to play them, they played them now. You know? I like get get them while they're not playing good. There's no question. Yeah, and you know, and the, and the Jets were playing really, really well off week one. Um, Dolphins played well in that game, you know. And Tennessee, I don't, I don't know what to make of Tennessee. I, I really don't, to be quite honest with you. Dolphins have weird games against them. They, then the team makes the playoffs. They win a playoff game. The Mariota thing is like it's it's crazy. He plays, you don't play. Seems like he always gets hurt when he plays us. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. And I'm certainly, I'm not, I'm, I'm not advocating that you know. Know, that we we knocked off three you know barnstormers and that this team's you know on its way uh, uh, by any stretch and I think we both know going up to New England now uh, you know uh, you're facing uh, a, a one and two New England Patriots team which they're they're going to be uh, extremely a ornery a, a yeah wounded animal yes yeah. cornered wounded animal that's a good way of putting it. That's what you're really dealing with there. And, you yeah. know, so uh, I think to be at this stage, because we said the schedule was really tough, it's it's a pretty good spot for them to be 3-0, and and it certainly opens up, you know, some eyes there. Um, some guys coming back, you know, listen, I think you've been wrong about certain personnel on this team, and I think that there's other personnel on the team that – you know, you're not wrong on, and I agree with you. Um, Devontae Parker coming back in the lineup now. Uh, apparently he was healthy last week and ready to play, and, and Gates stopped him from playing. That, that's that's the initial reports that I had heard going into that game. Um, you know, I'll take it at face value. I think there is some validity to that. The Dolphins were playing well. Uh, you know, he had a, a finger problem, and that's, that's, t- that's a typical Gase move. And it has been in the past. So I can, obviously yeah. I could see him saying something like that. But me and you both are very disappointed in Devontae Parker. And, and I think that, uh, you know, both of us didn't think, oh, wow, he's added to the lineup. This should really give us a boost. At no, least no, I, no. I don't think. catch yesterday? He had the one catch and he acted like it was, you know, the game-winning yeah. catch of the Super Bowl. But, you know, yeah, he had the one catch that I know of. I don't think he had any other ones. I maybe had one more. I don't remember it. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, this guy, to me, is not the number one at all. I mean, and the way that the other guys have been playing, the Kenny Stillses, the Albert Wilsons, 
You know, I mean, when you look at look at that, when you look at the way Grant has played, and of course Amendola's solid, you know, I don't get really excited because Devontae. Amendola hasn't really had great games, though. I mean, hasn't had great games. He's averaging like four catches, forty-five yards. I mean, he's not. He's not really getting into the flow. No, he's not. uh, But he's been solid, and he's been drawing penalties, and I think he's a. Certainly a leadership quality. He really didn't do a whole lot yesterday. Well, I think there's certainly that leadership quality because you've seen that on the punt returns and you've seen how he, you know, he had the camaraderie going up there. I'm not upset with the way Amendola is playing. I, I understand what you're saying. I don't think he's been a g- he gigantic win, integral part. I, I not when, not when you have the other guys doing it, though. Not when you well, have other guys that are playing like that. Do you see your drive, though? I don't see a drive where Tannehill's going hurry up and he keeps hitting guys down the middle. You know what I mean? I don't see like a, like that the flow of the game where like you know where, like you know I figured he'd be hitting these guys like you know Wilson and like you know three four times in a row going down the field, you know. But I don't see that. You know, I see us you know slowing it down a little time. You know, and you know you know too many running plays on first down and getting into the the third and longs all the time. And why does every time we have a third and long, even if it's like third and seven, it seems like insurmountable, right? Well, I, I I think that, like you said, I think that they the the play calling early on is is is, is very questionable. It seems like we don't have any play calling where everybody goes ten yards. It seems like every everything's got to be underneath with these guys, right? I don't think it's going to change either because that seems like that is the system that Gase has in place. He's got a lot of speed and he, he likes to hit these guys on short, short plays. And, and even when it's you know third and seven, it's a it's a two yard pass and let's see what happens. And it is very yeah. aggravating. I understand what you're saying. The the and first you know, you and know, twenty. You see what happens all the time? You bring the punter out it, the next play. That's what yeah. Happens. I mean, not all the time. Not all the time because there have been big plays. But the problem is when you got first and twenty. And you're handing the ball off. To me, that's baffling. And it's more yeah. than one time. It's more it's than like one you're, time. You're I mean, up on the drive already. Yeah, you pretty much are throwing in the towel when you do something like that. Especially yeah. when you get, you know, you do the same thing on second down. See that that's the problem. You 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 do the first down handoff on first and twenty, and then you're at second and nineteen or second and eighteen, and then you're throwing the pass like you said. I'd like to see the twelve yard pass there, but you're seeing the one yard, two yard bubble screen, and then you're at third down and sixteen. That's the, yep. you know that's the baffling part of that whole thing. The good part is that you have big playmakers that have been saving the day in in Grant and Wilson. I mean they've had big big plays for touchdowns both weeks in a row. You know so that takes you off the hook. And I also think that that's part of the reason why Amendola maybe hasn't gotten as much in the mix because you haven't. Yeah, if you look really at haven't like you know there are two big plays yesterday where those well, was one was the trick. You know, option pass, right? Right. And the other two mm-hmm. were those weird shuttle passes that were like, you know, basically Tannehill just flipped the ball to them and they they just ran around the corner. So I mean, but that's really what they're going to do. Yeah. No, but that's that's what it's going to be when you got those guys in speed like that. Because even if you look at them in the Jets game, he hit Wilson. That was like a six yard slant kind of play, and he just took the rest yeah, from there. You know, that, that, that thing they did in the backfield yesterday, that flip. You think we really think that's going to continue to work? What, what is it? They Say called it again? the Mike Mark spe- They called it the Mike Mark special. Uh, special. You know, the, the shuttle flip. 
do I do I think that that's going to work consistently? You're saying you, you think that'll you think that'll get another touchdown out of that all year with that play? You really think that's going to work again? I think it's going to work again, but I think it's the kind of thing that you're not going to be able to keep going to the well. I, I, yeah, you can't go to the well. If I could – if I could dissect what I think you're saying, because I kind of agree with you, what I don't see on this team yet is I don't see legitimate passing plays of 8 yards to 15 yards at a clip. Exactly. I don't see that at all. Yeah, at all. I see no flow in the offense like that. You no, because no, they're running like everything's it. Everything's haphazard. You know? It's a very un- untraditional, um, unconventional offense that they've been running. What what I will say is I think Kenny Stills has been really playing well, and he's had more than his one a game so far. He seems like he's you know been able to to get you know that long play going on there. You know what we're talking about right now? Devontae Parker would be a big part of that if he gets in groove, and of course Amendola, you know, would would probably be more attributed to that. So that's been absent. Uh, you know, I, I agree with you there. That's been absent. And, you know, the running game was absent mm. yesterday, too. You know, I mean, it, it, it was, uh, which, you know, okay. I mean, you, you know, you've had certainly plenty of moments leading up to it, you know, that, that it, you're not going to have it every week, I guess is my point. But, um, you know, they they weren't physically running the ball by any stretch yesterday. Well, that's, that's okay. Really strong point. Yep, it's the Raiders' strong point, so, you know, that's okay. They don't have a passing uh, rush, the Raiders. They don't have a big pass rush, so, um, you know, you got you to gotta do what it dictates. I understand that, so I'm okay with that. And, you know, and I think we both agree, you know, the running game that we have can be very good at times, and, you know, and it is what it is. Yeah. You know, when there's going to be times when it's stunted. It's not going to be there. These aren't those type of guys, you know. But, uh most of what I liked in the offseason where me and you disagreed was on the offensive side of the ball. I think that I liked a lot of the moves that they made, and I still do. And I think you're starting to see that. I, I, I think if the offensive line, and I told you, if they stayed healthy, I liked the offensive line, and I think it was an improvement from last year. But I don't think there's any depth there, and you already lost one of the acquisitions. So like we've said in past weeks, you're dealing with the fact that you're kind of at your limit there. And as good as it is, it could get bad quickly if there's another injury. I think we both right. agree on that. Now, yeah. I loved I loved Albert Wilson. I thought that acquisition was fantastic, and I think you're kind of agreeing with me. You see that maybe you were a little off on him, but I think we both feel that the Jarvis Landry thing, you know, was really you know they they had a superstar in Jarvis Landry. Now, Danny Amendola coming in. Danny Amendola is a great player. If he could stay healthy, it's a great move. But long term. You know, you're not going to replace Jarvis Landry long term, like you, you know, with no. Amendola. I mean, you, no. you're going to get by if the guy stays healthy. He's going to do great things. He's a Super Bowl winning slot receiver, and I love him. But you know, it's not the long term answer. So you got rid of a, a part, you know, possibility of a Hall of Fame receiver in Jarvis Landry. So, uh, you know, we both feel the same way on that. As far as, you know, I, I love the Frank Gore acquisition for what it was for a year of, of backing up, you know, uh, uh, Drake. And I think that that'll be okay, you know, for the time being. And, and also I felt that um, 
I think Grant is a big play guy. I think he's better than you. Th- well, obviously he had, you know, he, he's shown that he, this guy can do some special things. That's the offensive side of it. So we we disagree with that um, a, a little bit on the offensive, but on defensive, you know, we we still feel the same way. I think like that's where my biggest concern is, and they've been playing much better than I thought. I think the secondary is very strong. Um, Secondary uh, strong point. And two years ago, I don't think we'd ever believe that could be possible. Yeah, I agree. And but you know, there's some bona fide stars on there. I mean, Xavier Howard's yep. a star in this league, or certainly a star, becoming a star well, in this league. There. So yeah, he's, getting he's getting there. Yeah, yeah. And I think that they've addressed that. Obviously, Minka and those guys. Um, you know, there, there's some good stuff back there. It's it's the linebackers that we've. You know, had concerns with, and of course, the running defense, which has looked really good right now. So, I want to get your points. A huge part of that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, did you big, hear how uh, Hayes. Hayes got hurt? Yeah, trying to avoid falling down, right? On, on uh, putting his oh, weight on the, on the quarterback. This, this right? idiotic freaking penalty that they made up that you, you yeah. can't use your body weight to. I mean, right. really, like, how are you supposed to, when you're making a tackle and you're 300 pounds, how are you supposed to make sure you don't – now, I understand it's not Sarah Goosen where you're crushing the guy into the ground, but how right. are you not supposed to – how are you going to judge if he's putting his, all his body weight on the quarterback? I mean, are you crazy? I mean, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I know. Well, hold that thought because I want to talk more about that. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, hold that thought. I want to see – you know, let's go more into that. Right back after this. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www. DonNottinghamINS.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello. Different path. 
Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. As we uh, recap the Miami Dolphins win over the Oakland Raiders, uh, just a reminder, catch us on iTunes. Uh, we are now uh, right on there. You can go right to the uh, iTunes store and subscribe to us, uh, the Pacatello Show, and you can have our latest episodes delivered right to your phone automatically. And, of course, you can catch all uh, archive shows um, all the way back. And then uh, you can send us any questions or comments or whatnot at uh, PacatelloShow at Yahoo.com. Uh, Rich was just bringing up a very good point. Um, he said basically, uh, you know, do I know how Hayes got hurt? And Hayes, you know, was trying to uh, avoid landing on him. So let's go back because this has been a big controversial topic, uh, and it's it, it started from the Tony Saragusa hit, I believe, and and this is why I have some kind of a. Um, Support of it in a sense, but before you jump on me, let, let me just basically say, I thought that the Tony Saragusa hit was so dirty and basically took the Raiders, who were arguably the best team in football that year. Uh, Rich Gannon was the MVP going into that game, and uh, Tony Saragusa, 360-plus pounds, he, he, he came down and he actually put his, his forearm and smashed down like a wrestler and knocked Gannon out of the game. The rest is history. The, the Ravens go to the Super Bowl. They wound up winning the Super Bowl. Um, I thought it was a, a very dirty hit. And so when people say that, you know, uh, this new rule it was to avoid that, I understand that. And I don't want that to happen, so I, I'm for that. But the way this has been officiated has been ridiculous. Now, there was a hit in the preseason, Rich. I don't remember who it was. You probably do because we, we debated it, which I thought that – yeah, you could have thrown a flag on there, especially in preseason. I don't remember which one that was. You might. But the ones that have been going on now with Clay Matthews and, and all these guys, it's getting to the point of absurdity. Well, here I got I got a, I got a theory on this. Go. A, yeah, go ahead. the people who made the rules don't even know about the Saragusa hit, okay? So you okay. think it's from the Saragusa hit? They have no idea that even happened. So get that out okay. of your head. All right, that never happened to court these morons. And they never played football, any one of these morons that made this rule. How much can you control your body when you're in the air trying to tackle somebody? You know, it's it's so idiotic. It's beyond belief. Right. Yeah, well, I think you're right. I think I might have the the Saragusa hit in my head, and that's what I wanted to prevent. But they don't. What the hell you're talking about? Right. I give you that. Okay, that's fair. And uh, and I think that if I, if I come to think of it, Sergius didn't even get reprimanded for that. No, he didn't. He didn't. He may have gotten no. fined after he got his Super Bowl ring. Oh, he may no have sent him a fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they, they give him a smaller box for the Super Bowl ring. Yeah. No, agreed. There's no doubt. Um, so you know, this is the problem with this league. The problem is that they want to add. So many things they want to add to this league rule-wise, and they want to do it all in a hurry, and then kind of throw it on the wall and see what sticks. And they have such well, here, a hard here's, time. But here's a good analogy, all right? When, when you're when you're when you're playing football, you know if you're defensive, you're a safety, and then okay, you can't hit anybody in the head anymore. So you can you got a beeline towards the receiver, and you're going to get there when the ball gets you. You're trying to break up the play. Now, the, the receiver sees you, so you're lining up to hit him in the chest. And then he, the receiver then lowers his head. What are you supposed to do? A head-on collision's coming. 
You're going yeah. full speed. So when you slow it down to slow motion, yeah, you hit him in the head. But you weren't trying to hit him in the head. The right. receiver moved his head down to the targeted area. Yeah, that's there's a no problem. Way you could, there's no way you could get back to the, what, you, what you were doing or, or what are you supposed to just let him go at that point? It doesn't make any sense. There's nothing yeah. you can do about it. You know? Yeah. I, so that shouldn't be a penalty, number one. Okay? You know, you know, I understand what they want to avoid, but, you know, it's football. You, you know, this stuff's going 100 miles an hour. You can't slow it down to stop action and think that you can control what happens on the field. It doesn't work like that. No. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I had you know, noticed I one two weeks ago that was ridiculous, too. It was a defensive lineman, and we were arguing about this, a defensive lineman got knocked down to his, like, knees. So he crawled, and he grabbed the quarterback's leg and tackled the quarterback on his knees. And that they called a penalty on that. Now, the guy was just... Body slammed to the ground, but he didn't go all the way down. So he crawled and he and he sacked the quarterback, and they got him yeah, on a low hit. Now, how could? Well, what else is he supposed to do? He's not supposed to tackle the guy. Yeah, not not, I don't remember that. Legs? I don't really remember the play we're talking about, but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? You just give up on the play? You just let it happen? So you're not allowed to t- tackle the guy low. You can't hit him high. Right. You can't hit him low. Well, you got to hit him in the stomach every time. I don't understand. Right. What, what are they? What, what I have noticed is so in the last few weeks, I've noticed that 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 helmet to helmet thing that you had talked about. They've gotten a little more lenient on it than they were at the start of the season and then the preseason. They were throwing flags like crazy on that at the beginning. Yeah. I've noticed that they are a little bit more lenient on that because I've seen a couple collisions helmet to helmet that were not intentional, that they didn't throw flags on, but they seem like they've gotten much more conservative on the quarterback hits. I think they're throwing flags a lot more on that. So, um, And then, and then they, they lose a star quarterback yesterday without being touched. Yeah, well, that's going to happen. I mean, I, no, I listen, know. I'm just saying, though, with all their nonsense, right, they lose a $20 million a year guy. Right. Because right. he didn't run out of bounds, he tried to cut it and make get three more yards. Right. Well, so look now. You just show that the rules can't help anything. That's my point. They, the rules no, that doesn't show that. Role. That doesn't show that. That shows that stuff is going to happen anyway. It shows yeah, that you can't my, prevent everything. Guy. You can't yeah, prevent everything. It. You yeah. can't prevent everything. There's no doubt about it. But you know what? You have to have your. You have to have your quarterbacks healthy in this league. Oh, I if they look, get hurt, I'm not saying it should be open season on them, but they get a little ridiculous. Now, look, once yes. the ball's gone, it, the guys I see guys get hit after the play. It seems like they never call it on Tannehill when he gets hit after the play. No, but certain I hate quarterbacks. That. You know, the ball's gone. Quarterbacks that I said that they get thing. wasted. Yeah, yeah certain quarterbacks get a lot go, better calls. They should go more crazy on that than the other stuff. What do you mean? I think as far as it's really bad. You yeah. Know? It, yeah, well, it is, but that's what the Clay Matthews got in the first week, right? Yeah. That was his first week one. Yeah, yeah yesterday uh, was ridiculous with him. That was ridiculous. And the week before that, too. Yeah. The yeah. last two have been ridiculous with him. Yeah. I will give him that. They, they have. The first one was a, first one was a ridiculous hit on, that he did. He should have, you know, he should know better than that. The first one. Right. The second two, absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, I, I just think that... They have to get some common sense. That's what's missing. 
And it always has been missing in this league. Common sense has been missing in this league for a long time. Well, let's see. Who's the, who's the commissioner? There you go. There's your answer. Yeah, I got you. But, you know, I'm, I'm, it is what it is. Regardless of who's responsible, I'm saying well, that. I'm that's, really, that's he's, the, he's responsible for it. That's why there's no yeah. common sense. The only thing he's concerned about is, uh, you know, having a game in China in three years. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. I, I agree with what you're saying. I just think that, you know, that whenever they have these official meetings and stuff like that, um, and they implement all these things, you know, it just seems that there's always a problem, and then what happens? The rule gets taken away. Yeah. It, it destroys, it ruins a year, and then it's gone forever. That it's seems just, to be the norm. What crazy, Pat, is it's the only sport where they have a rules committee, and it's like Congress. They must make new laws every year to justify their existence. The NFL you know? has a very bad problem of always fixing what's not broken. Yep. Always. For no reason always. at all. They always have to tweak. Yep. If something's going well, they feel the need that's why, to break that's it. That's why the catch thing was such a joke. They, they made it so complicated that no one could tell what a catch was anymore. And I still yeah. don't understand why a bobble isn't a catch. If you're bobbling the ball for, you know, until hell freezes over, if it doesn't hit the ground, it's still a catch, isn't it? Yeah, it's still a problem in this league. It's gotten a little bit better, but it's still a problem. Yeah, but it's still stupid. This, this bobbling stuff, I, I don't get it. Who, yep. Whoever said you had to catch the ball cleanly every time? If it doesn't yeah. hit the ground, a bobble's a catch. You know? Well, how about finishing the catch? That, to me, is ridiculous. Oh, I know, I know. I, I, it's finishing ridiculous. the catch. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I just think that it's, uh, I just think it's ridiculous, you know? Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it really takes away from the fun of the game. It takes away from uh, just the, the whole flu- fluidity of the game. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a catch has been a catch for a hundred years until they decided to do this, and and it was ridiculous when they did it. Yep. Who was There's it? No Calvin Johnson it. started it. Yeah, well, I, I guess that it, was the first. Did it, act, yeah. it actually started. It didn't actually start in that Tampa Bay game against the Rams in the playoffs. Ricky Prohl or one of them. Did it start in that when he caught the touchdown, and then they said that it had touched the ground or something, and. Uh, remember that back then? No, and that's when they started that, to change the rule. No. They changed the rule on the catch there. And then Calvin Johnson caught a touchdown, ran into the stands, drank a Coke, came back in there, shook a couple hands, and then put the ball down, and they said it's incomplete. you got to continually <laughs> hold the ball. I mean, that's where, right? That's when it yeah, got ridiculous. And then it, it, it just kind of carried over and carried over to the point where, you know, it, you, you, you got to really look at everything so analyzed with a microscope that it's ridiculous. I mean, it really is. And so, I, I don't know. I mean, uh, hopefully they get some things changed. Speaking of which, the Dolphin Raider game was one of the most penalized games. It was terrible. How many flags were thrown in that game? There was just no fluidity. No. And so it's they, very they annoying. Really, they, they, they can drag a game to a halt. There's no question about it. Yeah, know? they can. I mean, they they really can. When when those flags start flying like that, they really uh, can uh, – they can really Stack ruin the, the, the whole – 
Yeah, that's a good yeah. way to put it. They, they really can. Um, so, you know, this has been a strange thing, too, because the Dolphins, week one, had that long delay, right? And then you had the the weird flags and all stuff in this game. So, you know, things happen in games, but th- this has been a very strange way of kind of playing three games, and, you know, things could have changed there. It, it was so hot, right? They said it was 90 officially and, <laughs> and, and over 100 there. Why does it always seem like it affects the Dolphins more? <laughs> I don't understand that. They got the well, Raiders in team, black. We have a team named after a mammal, a mammal who lives in the ocean and swims. I don't and get we can't it. play in the rain. So yeah, I don't, get I, I don't it. know. I no. mean, they practice that this. every day. Practice every day. Every day, day outside, yeah, it doesn't seem to help us at all. Right. It just, I mean, and then the second half of the game, it seemed like they guy, got a second well, one. I forget who it was. It was it was at the end of halftime. He's sucking on oxygen like he's dying. They just had halftime. What are you doing? That was, that was when they came back out. And it wasn't yeah. a haze, right? It was no, it was one of the defensive. Somebody, it was one of the defensive guys, and he's like sucking on oxygen, like like he just ran up a hill. It was it was a defensive lineman. You're right. It was yeah. very what, strange. He, he was too big of a hero sandwich at halftime or something. Well, what could he have done? He was so tired. It was very strange. It was like uh, yeah. uh, you know Jordan Phillips or so, you know, somebody like that. Yeah. You know, one of those uh, guys. Yeah. Might have been your boy Spence because we were talking Spence, about him, right? Maybe, maybe but he got ejected. Remember, was that <laughs> yeah, after he got ejected. So it couldn't have been him, right? He got ejected before yeah. the first half, and then he was going back <laughs> out there. He was going back out for the next play. They had to stop him and say, "No, you, got, yeah. you just got to, you just got ejected." <laughs> he didn't even know. It was, it was kind of ridiculous. Guy that with the other helmet, remember? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was insane. You get ejected he from the Raider game. Protecting himself. That was his yeah. quote today. He was protecting himself. Yeah. Protecting himself, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's what he was doing? That's protecting himself doing. with the he, helmet? He was swinging blindly with that helmet in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> he sure was. He looked like a gladiator. Uh, oh, God. Quick break. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello.
Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I am your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zant, Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones. Well, Rich, we uh, head on up to uh, New England now. Uh, 3-0, and Patriots 1-2. and you, you used the perfect analogy. You know, they're, they're like a, a caged animal here. This is going to be very difficult. I, you know, you have the potential of making a gap in this division that has not – I'm going to go out on a limb. I don't think the Dolphins have had that kind of lead if they were to win that game in 30 years. And I'm not saying it's going to happen, but they have not had that kind – that would give a three-game lead. Yeah. And I don't think they've had a three-game lead in the AFC Eastern Division in 30 years. And, yes, I'm going back into the Marino era – and, and, and I'm going back oh, in yeah, it has to pretty sharp. Yeah, pretty sharp. Yeah. I mean, let's face those it. Those were the Jimmy, days where, those are the days when ten and six was a disappointing year. You know. Yeah. But 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 let's face it, Jimmy. Jimmy didn't win the division. Ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. No. No. Right. So no. you got to go before ninety six. Yep. Right. And, and you're already yeah. you know at thirty years, thirty plus years there. The last time the Dolphins had that kind of lead in the division was probably 1994. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. You're probably right. Now, obviously, New England Patriots are not the New England Patriots of old. They're not. They've lost a step, and I think that they've lost players that, you know, but that doesn't mean that they're not, you know, uh, a a team that's more than capable of of getting it together and and making another solid run. What do you anticipate going up here? I mean, we've been fooled here before, but the last time, you said the last time we won up here was the Wildcat game in 2008, correct? Yes, and they pulled that out of there, you know what? You know, I mean, we didn't see that coming either. We certainly didn't. I mean, the night before we were talking, and we didn't think there was any chance of that. No. Um, Who knows? I mean, we haven't won there in 10 years. So, if anybody who comes out and says, you know, Dolphins should win this game. They're out of their minds. I mean, look what happened yesterday around this league. Yeah. You know, you can't go week yeah. to week and think. No, no not at all. Yesterday. 
New England could look like a team, the best team in the world next week against us. Who means nothing. Knows? You don't know. Means nothing. I'm not know. anticipating them going up there and, no. and beating this team. I'm not. No. I'm, I'm looking at like, hey, listen, they got a stack full of, uh, of money in the bank right now that I really didn't expect to have. That's what I'm looking at. It. It's almost There's like no we hit. That. We're playing. Right. Yes. Right. Yep. I mean, look. Even if we lose, we're still in first place next week. That's pretty good. You know? That's true. But, but. Let's be honest, Rich. If they lose next week, at that point, I know. Yeah, I mean, if they lose next week, let's 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 go devil's advocate. They lose next week. How confident are you then that you're going to be able to hold this division lead and really make a run for it until week 16? I mean, it, I you know, you're, if we beat them next week, I'm not going to write down that we are AFC East champions. No, not not at all, not at all. But you're going to feel a lot better. Then you you feeling if they lose that game. If you lose that game, oh. you know what you're gonna think yeah. right back to the same old and here we go again. Now yeah. it's just a matter of time. There's no guarantee we're winning that division. No, not at all. But it's a three game lead, you know, with a quarter of the way done. So you figure you figure that you're at least going to be in it until the end. <laughs> if you lose yeah. it, you lose it. But you figure you'll be in the talk of it, right? Until the end. Don't forget who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right, but <laughs> you're, get, you're getting sucked in again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not getting sucked in, but I'm saying if you have a three-game lead, three-game yeah, lead, you, you yeah. gotta figure that yeah. you're at least gonna have that. Uh, you're at least going to have a lead or a, be a game out of first place past the midway point. You have to be. That's my point. No, you don't have to be. You could go and you could go into a tailspin. You could lose four in a row. You know, you could lose four in a row. You're still a game out. Yeah, I got you. If they win you. all four, that's my point. Yeah, yeah. Sure, you know what I mean. You're still yeah. you're still going to be in the conversation. You lose this game, right. you could be two, three games behind by week ten. There's no question. Yeah, I mean, you know, this isn't going to be easy. This is going to, you know, hey. You really want to impress me? They got to go up there and play really well and beat this team. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, if, I, I, I would feel a lot better if uh, they didn't stick it up against the Lions yesterday. Well, there's a couple ways of looking at that because I asked you that about the Oakland Raiders. I said, would you, you know, is this a good or a bad thing? Would you rather that the <laughs> yeah, Oakland but it's Raiders? Yeah, not, not it, the Oakland Raiders aren't the Patriots. You know, no, I, you know, but, the Patriots lost three games in a row. In a, in a regular season, they haven't. But I'd rather they lose that Lions game. If you asking okay. me what would I rather, I'd rather they lose that because I think that. Right. Uh, listen, I'm not saying they're going to beat the Patriots, but I'd I'd rather the Patriots have lost. But you know Lions what? Though? I don't think they've lost three games in a row in a regular season in a decade. I, you're absolutely right on that. Yeah. I mean, they haven't lost this division in how long? Since a wait. Is that right? Nobody's won it. Nobody's won it, right? No. They've won it every year since then, right? Every year since then. We're the last team to win it, other than them. Is that right? Okay. Yep. Yep. So and they two thousand year too. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. No, I have remember. I remember <laughs> the Matt Castle year. <laughs> I yep. remember. Yeah. Eleven and five, right? Yep. Uh, I know. But their I 11 know. and 5 wasn't as good as our 11 and 5. That's all. You know? No. Just like the Bears 
and their six yeah. and ten was so much better than ours. Let's have to hear that for how long, right? Oh, I know. Which I still I can't figure that out. I, I, I still, still, still am baffled by that. that. Was all about either. No, still, I know. Still baffled. Yep. You know this this league and the comment they they are so selective they spin anything that they that fits their agenda you know if yeah. it fits their dynamic you know that's what it comes yeah, down the only to thing right I, don't I mean, like what's going on too Pat it's like we're losing a player a week you know well you know, you're right in the yourself, sense that you know we keep you losing players and you players, lost your starting a lot of trouble yeah. Starting you know. center, you lost Hayes and Rashad. Yeah. You know, I'm a little concerned with Rashad Jones. You know, I was thinking about it because we had talked about this. Jones is out, so rather than moving one guy, they shuffled a lot of guys around. But the reason why they did that is because I think they see Minka as being that, you know, that that safety in long term. So they think yeah. so they figure that you know they're going to put him in that spot and adjust everything else rather than, you know, just put somebody else in there. In the beginning of that game, you've seen that took a while to adjust, but they did kind of get get it together, which I'm happy to see. It took a little while. At the beginning, it looked like it was going to be, you know, just uh, all, all hats off, you know, but yeah. they were able to, to, to get it together there. But now, it, it, you know, Rashad Jones was out. He missed the majority of that, that season – uh, because of the shoulder, and now I never like a safety uh, of his hitting magnitude to have shoulder problems. You know, it's always a no. concern. It gets re now a lot too. You know. Yeah, I mean you're 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 hitting right. Constantly. You're, you're yeah. Constantly hitting, you're hitting that shoulder. Guys a lot bigger and faster than you most of the time. So I I am concerned about it. I, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. Now you know. I mean, he's a big part of this team, but it's a position that obviously, you know, wear and tear is, is, is something that you can't avoid. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know, he's such a vital part of this that, you know. Yeah, it's not uh, good. It's definitely not good. Like I said, we're, we're down like a player in the last two weeks. It's not good. We lost our depth at guard. Now we lose our depth at the defensive tackle. Yeah. You know, it's two very key positions there. And that's why I say it only because you're talking about injuries, you know. Yep. And that, that's the reason why I'm bringing it up. I mean, because you've been, you're, you know, you're talking about the injuries and two weeks in a row, and there you go, right? Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it's something that you can't. You can't, can't avoid. It, but that's they can't avoid it. But it's not good. No, no, especially this early. You know, every team has injuries. Yep. But um, you know, but it's not, we it's seem not to. Injuries, it's not injuries these guys are coming back from. They're out for the year. Boom. You know what I mean? Isn't that always the case with the Dolphins, though? With us, they never. Oh, no they never. I mean, even when you think you dodge a bullet. Uh, the initial reports on Ryan Tannehill uh, were that he's out for the year, but it turns out it's just a, uh, a, a sprain and, and uh, he should be able to come back this year. That turns into a year and a half. I mean, it just seems like the Dolphins, <laughs> yeah. right? Eight weeks, we're going to go to we're gonna go to a voodoo doctor and do this, and eight weeks we'll be back, and then it turns out to be a year and a half. Yeah. But before even all that, the reports were that it wasn't as bad as they initially thought, and he may yeah. be playing yeah. by the playoffs. 
So even, I'm talking even before the nonsense of yeah, the offseason no, right. and all. Yeah, you're right. It was, the they, Dolphins kept saying, and injuries, they kept saying it was a sprain. Yeah. The, the Dolphins and injuries have never been good, and it's been that way for a long, long time. Well, I, I still don't understand why Dwight Stevens' career had to end. I still Dwight Stevens' career ended. Yeah. Marino throws well, blows his Achilles at the worst time. That. I never understood that, like, Stevenson, it seemed like he was going to get operated on, that was it, and then he never came back. It was very Never bizarre. came back. Never yeah. came back. And I, I, I was actually I was actually part of that. I was there when he was trying to come back the following years, and the nerve damage was so bad, and they would run through drills and stuff. And you know, nobody saw that coming. You know, that that's the scariest part of it. Yeah. I mean, we, we've, we've watched good teams. We watched Keith Byers. Get up after a hit, walk off. Now maybe it's not that bad. Torn ACL, out for the year. Remember that year? Yeah, how about Hugh Green? Hugh Green uh, blowing his knee out the, against the Meadowlands. Remember that? That was the worst. Yeah, you know, we I know. We, got a, we finally got a stud defensive player, right? Yeah. You know, and then boom, gone. You know? Yeah. The guy was one of the Heisman in, in college, the linebacker. Yeah. You know, the guy was one of the greatest college football yeah. players of all time. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. Orford Dahl uh, was derailed by that shoulder. Orford you know? perfect example. This guy, you know, they get good, and then he had, I mean, he had a lot of injuries, but that that abdomen, just that was it, you know. Oh, that was torn bicep. He's coming back next week, week to week, week to week, week to week, week to week. week, 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 week yep. Nothing. The should whole be back whole year, next week. Should be back next back. week. Yep. Yeah, and I have the bicep too with him. Remember the bicep got torn off. That was torn bicep, like I just said. Yep, the torn bicep. That uh, that was you know bad injuries. It just seems like that was uh, the first time I ever saw that happen to anybody. That torn bicep. Yeah, that's a, I've seen it happen injury, afterwards, right? but that was the f- first time I ever saw that. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Happened to Ray Lewis, and he he wound up coming back and winning the Super Bowl with it. Yeah, we he a week later put torn duct tape on it. Yeah, I know. It's not human. <laughs> no, I know that's not. I know some some of these guys aren't aren't you? Yeah. Even even Adrian Peterson coming back from that double thing like he did was kind of crazy, right? How about Terrell yeah. Owens? Yeah. You want to talk about it? How about Terrell Owens? Broken leg, right? Yeah. Came back and yeah. had a fantastic Super Bowl. Like him or not, sure. I mean the guy. You know, yeah. I'm not necessarily yeah. fans of these guys, but you got to tip your hat when it's you know when you have to tip your oh, hat. That was pretty insane. Remember that guy? Uh, Jack Youngblood played the whole Super Bowl with a broken Jack leg. Jack Youngblood, right? broken leg, played the Super Bowl. Yep, absolutely, yeah. tough as nails. You know, uh, Rod Woodson came back from a torn ACL in the same year. Torn ACL in the same year, went in the Super Bowl and and really shut Michael Irvin down for the most part. Yeah. Neil O'Donnell. Ronnie Lott. Remember Ronnie Lott? You're out for the year. You're gonna operate on the pinky. Now just cut it off. Cut it off. Cut it off and let's go. I made him show Cut that to me. Cut it off and he wins the suit and gets another ring. <laughs> I made him show that to me. It's about it's it's about an inch. It's a good inch taken off of that. Oh, yeah. The whole I, had, I, I had to see it. I had to see it. Yeah. I made him show it to me one time. <laughs> it's nasty. But he yeah, doesn't so, care, right? No, he don't care at all. He yeah. doesn't care at all. It's actually the legend. He's you know, become such folklore now, right? Yeah, right. so yeah, yeah, I well, skipped that one. I think. Yeah, well, listen, partner. At the very least, you have to be happy 
not the dregs of the league by any stretch. Three and zero. It's been no, exciting no, no. up to this point. I predicted this team would win six games. We're halfway there, so I'm ecstatic. You know. Wait, I'm getting I'm getting something in my ear. Oh uh, wait, I'm getting something in my ear. They're actually correcting me. <laughs> they're, they're, saying, they're saying that. Uh, Three to five was the cap, and it was more like three. They're saying they already hit your cap. That's what they're saying. We hit my, hit my number already? I think that's what they're saying. I got them whispering in my earpiece right now. That's what they're saying. But nonetheless, we, we'll head up to New England, and uh, we'll see what we got. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. Yeah, it's the Miami it's Dolphins. going to be interesting. I mean, look, I mean, you know, no one would ever expect us going in. And you, you, no. we, we see it, though. We still get no respect. I mean, I, like they talk no about the team. They, they're like they're talking about Buffalo winning in Minnesota, like they're like uh, the the, the uh, you know the '95 Bills, you know. Yeah, and, I, you I know, know. We don't get any respect. You know, and I so. hear that Al Michaels actually said something. I don't know if you caught it. I missed it. I watched the broadcast, but I missed it. But he apparently said, um, you know, New England will go back. But, uh, you know, they, they should they should beat the Dolphins up there and get back on track. I, I, I didn't see it, but apparently that's what he said. <laughs> well, I'm so, sure he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Yeah. So that's fun. But we'll see, we'll see how it goes. It'll be fun yep. at the very least. All right, partner. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Thank you.